This is the Busy People Podcast hosted by Nicole Hope and Victoria Albuquerque. Dropping knowledge on all things health, wellness, and lifestyle because you're never too busy to learn something new. back with another episode of the busy people podcast and we're really excited about today's topic which is all about gratitude and we are here with wendy cherry and she is going to share some insight about what she calls vitamin g uh, which i love and i don't know if you coined that or not but yeah it's awesome okay so why don't you just introduce yourself a little bit and tell everyone how you found yourself on a wellness journey and then like where you came up with the concept of vitamin g because it's i love it okay so uh thank you for having me fellow jersey girl in the building that's Uh, right i'm a jersey girl in a dmv world dc maryland and virginia um but so i got on my journey from it it was a culminate culmination of things but what really took me there was being at a job for 10 years that was stressing me out. So I had, you know, I had like anxiety. I had uh, worn down the teeth in my back from gritting because I hold my stress in my shoulders and in my neck and in my jaw. And um, I started going to an integrative doctor. So I saw this integrative doctor in 2011 at a woman's conference and she's, she was like five, one, And she's pacing back and forth across the stage. And she asked the following questions. Do you drink enough water? Do you use the microwave? Do you get any sun? And then the last one was, do you love yourself? And I was looking at her like, what is she talking about? So then I'm answering the questions, but the last one was, do you love yourself? And I had to think about it because I'm like, water, eh, sometimes, (laughs) you know. Um, I used the microwave at that time. And I don't know. I mean, I guess I got sun. Like, I didn't know the answer to these questions. But the last one was, do I love myself? That was like the stunner for all 130 people who were at this conference. We were looking at this little short in stature lady, but she was a powerhouse. And that's when I the journey began. I started to go to her. So up to this point, like I said, I was stressed out at work. But then I'd also had um, symptoms of numbness on my right side for a long time. And and at that point, I had been to a neurologist who was testing me for MS. And so I went through all these extremely painful tests, lots of poking and prodding and lots of crazy stuff, and then some medicine. But something told me not to take that medicine. You know, I, I don't know. It was intuition I know now, but at that point, I knew I wasn't going to take it. So I go to this doctor in Washington, D.C., and she says, do you, she asked me what I ate. So I did my my uh, diet journal, you know, like a food diary, and I've eaten oatmeal, cream of wheat, pancakes, anything with grains for 40 years, you know. So she said, well, take the grains out of the diet and I'm going to test you for celiac and gluten intolerance. She tested me. I was positive for all those things. I took the gluten out 
Now, mind you, like I said, I'm living in a DMV world, but I'm a Jersey girl, so I love pizza, right? I was going to say pizza, yeah. Yeah, so absolutely. that pizza part, that pizza thing was rough, um, you know, and dairy and all those things. But she suggested I take it out of my diet, and I did. And I totally, the symptoms left probably within three to four months. That's a good doctor asking you what you eat. And I was in shock. I was like, just from these foods, but then, you know, then I had to figure out other foods. She suggested to have berries. <laughs> she suggested fruit. She suggested other things that um, weren't the traditional that I was used to, or even the traditional American diet. So fast forward to me leaving corporate America because I just was like, it's too stressful. And my body, you know, the body was just recording everything and now is playing back to me. So, um, I left work and then one night I was, this was during the, the winter solstice of 2017. Now, mind you, I didn't have a job. I was here in New Jersey again, trying to figure out my life. And I got on this Facebook group. This woman was doing a winter solstice meditation. So for those of you who don't know what that is, it's just when the sun returns, it's the shortest day of the year. And then the sun comes back and then it gets longer and longer and then we go into spring and and summer so the 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 meditation was what do we want to see in 2018 what do we want our lives to look like and what are we grateful for so i wrote all those things down now mind you there might have been a couple thousand women people a couple thousand people in this facebook group having this meditation and part of the rule was, is that you can't reach out to anybody in the chat. You had to DM them if you saw anybody or if anybody said anything that was interesting. And I saw this lady, it just came up into my feed, you know, Facebook is, it came up and she said, I am grateful for just graduating IIN, the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. I had never heard of it. I did not know who she was talking about. And I... DM'd her in the side and I said, can you share more information? She sent me the Facebook page, right? So I go to look, to click on it. And I realized that my sisters, half the people I know, so many people were already liking and uh, liked this page. I'm like, they've never talked to me about this. I had never heard of this before. What is this? So, so usually winter solstice is December 21st. So that next day I'm talking about, I had this excitement. I was so excited. I was like, I read the curriculum. I read what everything was required. And I was like, I have to go to this school. Like I have to. So I called the next day and they were doing a sale because it was the end of the year. That's school a sign. was starting January 18th. <laughs> That's and, my birthday. Oh, okay. So school was starting January 18th. It was December 22nd. And they said, if you pay cash, you get like a $1,500 discount. And I was like, well, here I go. So I paid and there I was in school for a year. That's awesome. Yes. So that's how I got to I IIN there too. and learning yeah. all of these amazing things. I hear you. I loved it there. I was there when it was live and it was oh, unreal. I bet. It was just like, yeah, the energy was great. Um, so in IAN or after IAN, you come up with this concept of vitamin G. Yes. 
So where did that come from? So through IIN, I created what, what I call the Goddess Awakening and Healing Sanctuary. So it was sort of like my own health coaching. So you, you get trained to be a health coach through IIN. So I created the Goddess Awakening and Healing Sanctuary. And I was having my, I call them goddess gatherings, where I was doing health histories and figuring out all these things while I'm still in school. And um, one of the things that I, you know, we talked about all the vitamins, the minerals, the hormones, all these things, but we also talked about just being um, grateful. And I was thinking like, usually we tell people, eat this, eat a broccoli for vitamin K or eat this for vitamin C, get in the sun for vitamin D. But really one of the most important ones is the G and the G is gratitude. And gratitude goes a long way in your health journey. And, and people don't always talk about that. So I started to tell my clients and um, groups because after that, so I've been out of school for, I guess it's five years now that I finished IIN and um, talking to groups and people, I have kind of like gone through the gamut of different experiences as a health coach. Um, so I had my private clients that I knew that I prefer groups during the pan. So right before the pandemic, that same, that same uh, doctor who changed my life, I started working for her as her first health coach. Um, and that she's an, an integrative, she's an ND and an MD. So I had that experience and that was right before the pandemic. Then while I was there, there was a new naturopathic doctor who was coming out of uh, school and she worked there as well. So the both of us, her as the new doc and me as the new health coach, and we bonded. Once the pandemic hit, nobody could come to the office. So that doctor moved back home with her parents and started her own online practice. So by the time the pandemic was like, by like August or, you know, the summertime of 2020, she needed help because she went from like 40 clients to 200. So then I went to work with her in the virtual world, um, in the virtual experience of it. But what I kept coming to was like, you can tell people, so this is a human behavior thing. I came to understand as I matured as a health coach is and nutrition specifically is that food is really triggering. We all have different relationships with food. A different food might um, impact you in a different way, just really depending on the day. One day you might have a reaction to a blueberry where blueberries are supposed to be healthy for everybody. For some people, they're not. So like they taught us one person's loved food is another person's poison, you know? But the one thing that was always consistent was that gratitude. If you allow yourself to be grateful and to count the blessings of the things that are going well, then it really goes a long way. So we're taught the concept of crowding out, right? You crowd out the things on the plate that maybe don't serve you as well. Um, and you bring in the things that are better for you. And that's the same thing with the gratitude. So, you know, you get, you know, for us to tell patients and clients, you can't eat this, you can't eat that, no more dairy. For somebody to tell me, no more pizza, no more dairy, no more um, chocolate chip cookie dough, Ben and Jerry's. Like, 
excuse me, you know, but what is it that you are grateful for? So the crowd in of, I have a great family. I have healthy parents. I have a healthy baby. I have, I have, I really do have 11 siblings. My siblings are healthy and everybody's good. Um, so that's, that was the one thing that somebody had to come up with at least one thing. Like you take all these supplements, you know, but vitamin G is free. Oh so. yeah. I love that. Okay. Vitamin G is free. Mm-hmm. So the, I feel like it's a little bit of like a buzzword right now. You know, people are doing gratitude oh, journals yeah. and gra- I don't know, like I yeah. hear it a lot, yeah. but that might just be because of the people like I surround myself yeah, with. Yeah, that's our algorithm. So, like we're in the algorithm yeah, right. of this stuff. This is our regular speech, you know? Yeah. So for people who think it's just like a little bit woo-woo, um, can you talk about some science behind it or what it actually does for us mentally or physically? Well, yeah. So it raises the levels of the happy hormones. So when you're focusing... so the term, what you focus on grows, right? So you can certainly focus on all the things that are going wrong. And you really probably will just have more things going wrong because you're focusing on them, focusing on them, and then you're, they're expanding. Um, So, you know, thinking of good things now, my, like my, one of my main things to do before I go to bed is to write down between five and seven things that I really appreciated during the day. And it really could be just that I went for a walk or that now it's getting lighter for longer. This is my favorite time of the year when it's spring and it's warmer. Um, You know, I write down those things. It, It can be profound things, but sometimes it's just like the small baby steps, you know, just the small little things. I'm sitting here binge watching Netflix with my mom, you know, those little things like that. So, but it makes the happy hormones. It increases like the oxytocin and the, you know, the, the, they're called happy hormones. It increases those levels in your body where you feel good. And if you can keep them going, then that will grow and you'll just add more, more good things will be coming. So if, if it takes you a couple minutes to sit down and, come up with seven things, five to seven things that you're grateful for, you'll probably start to think of more. You probably might start smiling a little bit or smiling to yourself. You know, something you'll remember something funny that happened and you might chuckle again at a silly joke or a funny meme you saw, you know, and then it just grows. So the happy hormone pretty much is what happens. The oxytocin and things like that increase in the body and it makes the body feel good. It kind of calms the nervous system um, because you know we're on fight or flight pretty much all day in this modern society. Um, our parasympathetic nervous system and our nervous system, all these different things are playing together. You got your texting and you got your notifications on if somebody liked your post. I mean, there's all these different things that compete, but when you just settle the brain down and think about those things, I don't really think there's anything better. And like, again, I said, it's free. So it might be a buzzword and, you know, I think it's um, getting popular, but why not? Rather that be popular than some of the other craziness that's happening in the world. 100%. Right. So do you think the physical benefits of it are just 
um, kind of like an offspring of the mental because then you feel good, you want to eat better, you want to work out, yeah. or you want to take a walk. Yeah. So do you think they're just correlated? Well, like no, they are because we're a mind, body, spirit. So when people hear holistic, integrative, it's all connected. Mind, body, spirit. We are a mind, a body, and a spirit. The, the traditional medical um, system silos, like you got your foot doctor, your heart doctor, your G, you know, general practitioner, all these different people, and they don't hardly talk to each other. You know, there's just like, kind of like segmented, siloed, but the body's not like that. We are one being and we perceive and we, um, we perceive and experience the world through all of those channels, through our mind, so I always tell people like, that's what I teach now, that we are the original Google, actually. We are the original technology. Nobody can beat this technology. Your your smart watch and smartphone and the laptops and all these apps, we had it here first. And it really from the neck up, all the technology is in the senses. The senses are here. You know, the, the smell, the taste, the eyes, the, the ears, you know, the nose, all of these things are here and we are moving away from them. But once you start remembering them and you get back into your body, then, you know, you won't sweat, you won't sweat the small stuff. You'll be able to identify, like if it was hard for you to maybe do your gratitude the first week, maybe by week two, because now you're starting to pay attention more will come. So I think it's really, I know 100% it's all correlated. And I think the sooner that one person can remember that and try to integrate that thought into their daily ways that they move, I think it'll serve you better. I think that's a point worth reiterating is that we have gotten so far away from like looking into ourselves and really feeling how we feel because we're so distracted and we're so busy. Mm -hmm. I mean, we call this the busy people podcast because mm -hmm. everyone is so busy, but like our concept is you're never too busy to learn something new, do something better for yourself, make your life a little better. Yeah. Um, and it does take practice. It is. That's why it's called a gratitude practice. Yeah. It takes practice to get back to making it feel like something that's normal yeah. to do. Yeah. And I think it is hard in the beginning, but as you said, it does get easier. Um, I wanted to ask you, do you think there's a difference for people um, just like writing down what they're grateful for and then like feeling it? Totally. So I was taught the feelings get the blessings. The feelings right. are what actually puts it out into the universe and starts to make it work make it yeah, do like that what vibration do, right calibrate right. and align and sync up and all those things like how would you teach teach someone to feel it who's never done it before like this is first time they're like writing down okay i'm grateful that i had a hot cup of coffee and a hot shower and i got fresh air but like you know what i mean well, how do you I, get into that so feeling? this is how i do it i just picture myself that i'm doing it there that i'm there so i so i even have when i talk to clients i'm like okay you want a new job all right, what does it look like? What's the title? When you walk into the office, what is, who's around? What are the colors? What does it smell like? What does it feel like? How do you feel as you're sitting there on the first day so excited to come to work? You're driving there for the first time and you're just so excited. You walk in, everybody's greeting you with a friendly smile and everybody wants to help. How does it feel? 
Is it exciting? Is it exhilarating? Are you nervous? Are you um, just excited to explore and learn what's going to happen on this in this new experience? So that's how I do it. So I had a client, like maybe a 65-year-old woman at the doctor's office right during the pandemic. And she worked at some company for like 30 years and she was over it but she wanted to be a yoga teacher. So I was, and she thought it was, she was, you know, she thought it was too late. She could never do it, blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, listen, and, and her husband was willing to buy her a little studio that was up for sale. So I'm like, listen, what is the paint color on those walls? What is the smell? What is the incense that's burning when you invite the people in? What does your flyer look like? What are you feeling as you have your first class and you're sitting there with everybody on their mat? What does that feel like? What does that look like? What does that smell like? And and, um, and the reason why I know it, it works, because in 2016, I went to a, a person who was helping me like a coach and I wanted to buy a house. And she said, okay, well, what does it look like? I said, I wanted sun everywhere. I wanted windows everywhere. I wanted it to smell good. I wanted it to be colorful and all these things that I wrote down. And I mean, really, uh, May 6, 2017, I closed on that exact house. My house is full of sun. It, I'm, a, I'm in a condo on the 15th floor. I have windows everywhere. It's beautiful. And I have all, I mean, I like colors. So I have all these colors everywhere. Um, I have all these pictures of my family up. And I travel a lot. I, I go to different places, but I love Africa. I've been to Africa so many times. And I have all these colorful African prints and things all over my house. And I said, when people come in, I want them to feel peaceful. I want them to feel safe. And I want them to just like love what they see. As soon as they walk through the doors, like I have, I and I have really, I use sunflowers 20, like, 365 days of the year because they're at sale for $3.99 at Trader Joe's. I have them all year. And I love that yellow pop against the blue in my house. I have blue walls. And I call it the Zen Palace. So when people walk in, they walk in and they're like, and they always do it. And I know I smirk. Before, like if they haven't been to my house before, I already know it's going to happen. They're going to come in and it's going to be just what I wanted. So that was 2017. I bought the house. So like during the pandemic, my coach then had me on her podcast and she was asking about how she helped to support me and the things I was doing. And I, cause I don't even think I even told her the story. Like I got the house. She hadn't been to my house. And I told her about the Zen palace and all the windows and the beautiful sun and just how I decorated it to, for my liking and the, and the response that people give when they walk through the doors. So I know that because she made me do that. She made me feel it and smell it and know what I was going to put on the walls. So that's why I know that it works. And that's what I share with my clients. So that visualization using as many senses as you yep. can. Using your senses. And just yep. get in it. Yep. Yeah. So, okay. That's a really, I think that's a great place to start. And obviously people can start small yeah. with whatever they want. Yep. Um to manifest, I guess we can call it. Um, but yeah, just getting into that feeling, even if you're just writing down your five things you're grateful for Mm -hmm. from that day, if it's that hot shower, then you're just feeling right. You're just like 
back in that hot shower, feeling it, how you feel when you're in there, yep. happy, calm. Okay. So what, what I think is that we, we make things too hard. Yeah. Like don't add an, an extra gazillion things to the to-do list. This stuff is easy stuff that it can be if, if you can make it hard if you want, but to sit and really think about five things that you're grateful for, it, it doesn't even have to be the shower you're breathing. I mean, we just survived the pandemic, people. I think people forget about that. Everybody didn't make it. Some of our loved ones didn't make it. And so at the very least, we're here. We are here at an amazing time in the world. It has never been like this before. There's some weird stuff going on. And everybody, you know, we don't know what's happening, but we know something's happening. But what an amazing time to be alive, you know? What an amazing time to be able to hear if you can hear or see if you can see or, you know, just have children if you have children or that good ice cream from, you know, ShopRite. I mean, it doesn't have to be hard. That's what I think. We, I think we've wrapped red tape around really simple things. And so we don't have to do that anymore. Yeah. And that's the the thing about just like you said, like we're the original Google. Yeah. So we don't have to go out and seek all these extra things. We ha- It's just about what we have within us, yeah. right? Like our breath, our yep. senses, yep. our mind. Yep. Um, so what are some other, I mean, either your own personal gratitude practices or um, any other ways that people can practice gratitude? Okay. So, you know, it's really interesting for those who are listening. So Nicole and I have been trying to get this together for a long time, many months up mm-hmm. to now. Right. Mm-hmm. And so yes. my life has taken some really, some painful twists and turns. Right. But nobody is immune to the human experience. And that's what I learned because I think sometimes as health coaches, for me as a health coach, I was like, well, I'm immune to this stuff. I teach this stuff. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm good, but no, because nobody's immune to the human experience. So I have had to pull out the tools that I teach. And I'm not sure if you know this, Nicole, but I am a resident coaching expert at IIN. So any any students who have taken, um, who started taking classes beginning in March of 2021, they see my face. So I did four video shoots over the year. I had to apply and go through this whole really rigorous process, but I got selected. And um, so we, I helped write the curriculum and helped write a lot of the things over the year. It, it took two years, but over the year, we just wrapped in June of 2022, the last day long, multiple module uh, video shoots so it's kind of funny, like now I'm having to use the tools that I talked about. So um, my practice, like if we just start during the morning, I do legs yeah. up the wall, like an inversion. Mm-hmm. I do legs all the way up the wall. And then I just do a little bit of meditation. For me, it's just listening, just being quiet and just listening to my breath taking some breaths and listening to my breath. And I probably do that for 10 to 15 minutes. Um, And then I like Esther Hicks. She's just like one of my favorite people. So I I listen to Esther every morning. She's like, what gets me going? Um, And then, you know, I go to the gym every day. I do something different. I, I do yoga. I can do bar. I can do hit. I can do weights. 
It just depends on the day. I have something for every day and I go. And then my favorite, favorite part of that day is sitting in the sauna. The steam room. I mean, I do the steam room. The sauna is okay, but I love the steam room. And I really do try to do that every day because that's a good way to detox. It's a good way to calm the muscles down. Um, I think in there, I do more meditation in there because you really can't do anything in there. I, I never take my phone into sauna or steam room or anything. That's just my time to just think or to be, or to have my brain empty because sometimes I've learned, so I'm learning. Sometimes I think so much that I don't have allow for any downloads to come in because my brain is all jumbled. So you think of a, think of a cartoon where they have the little talking bubble up at the top. If there's already something in there, how am I going to get the download from the divine to tell me what's next? So I'm learning space. Yeah. I'm learning that. So that's what I'm learning in, and I'm 52. So I'm learning that as I am evolving. Um, then I try to eat as, as, as well as I can. Um, I used to be more strict, but I have eased up on the strictness because I, for myself and the health issues that I have, I have to, um, I'm still navigating some things. So I'm going to a, my, still my holistic doctor. And then I'm doing a little bit of Western too, because I get all my, I get all my testing done from the Western. Then I take it to my holistic and then she helps me to navigate how to navigate it. Um, and then I try and I'm getting better, but I try to be in the bed by 10:30. Now I'm going through and through menopause, so menopause is real with insomnia. So I definitely have some of that. Um, it's really been picking up the last year, but I really do try to get in the bed and calm myself down and just get away from the TV, put the phone away, and just calm myself down enough to be able to go to sleep and to stay asleep, which is probably the harder part. I can go to sleep, but the stay in the sleep part. But right before I go to bed, I journal. I have journaled since I was seven. For for Christmas, wow. my mother in 1977 gave me a journal, Holly Hobby Journal. And she said, consider writing down your thoughts every night before you go to bed. So from 1977 till right now, I have written in my journal virtually every night. And so I, I start with thank you, help me, and wow. Those are the three things. So thank you for everything, just for the day. I'm settling down. I thank you have a bed. I have, you know, I could have been traveling and I always put where I am, especially if I'm not at home. So when I did my own Eat, Love, Pray in Thailand and in Bali and in China and in Costa Rica and in Tanzania for my birthday last, just this past October, I always write where I am so that I even remember. But when my great, great grandkids read my journal, then they'll say, oh, she was in this at 7.27 p.m. on October 12th, you know? That's very cool. Um, and, but I say, thank you. And then I say, help me. Cause uh, I'm always needing a little help. You know, I'm always needing a little guidance. I'm always needing some support. So I, I just ask for the help. And then I say, wow, because like, wow, I'm still here. It could be wow. Cause something sucked that day, but it also could be something. Wow. Like, wow, this was an amazing situation. 
and then I write whatever I write. And then at the end is when I do my five to seven thank yous, you know, what I'm grateful for, because that's what I want to end the night on. Because again, what you focus on grows. So I want to, and then kind of like your brain at night, as you know, your brain does the, your whole body regenerates, repairs, restores, and then it downloads sort of like your computer. It downloads the memories and everything from the day. So if the last thing that I have written down was amazing things, then that is what I'm hoping to download. And that's what I'm hoping that I go to sleep on so that I have a more peaceful sleep. I really love that you've been journaling that long. I um, try to be consistent with it, but I definitely have not been consistent my whole life. I'm more consistent now. Um, But I also really love the three parts of that journal. Mm -hmm. It's really an easy way to reflect on your day and to get all those parts in because and the help part is great because we all need guidance and sometimes you don't even know what you need help with but once you start writing it comes out (laughs) sometimes my prayer is help me with everything yeah because I don't know (laughs) you know what I'm saying like sometimes I just don't know I'm in a situation I'm in a um time in life right now where I have no idea so I, I ended a contract just on March 6th. And so I don't, I'm not working now. I don't have any necessarily any income right now, but I realize it's spring, it's new beginnings. So I'm going with these seasons and I know I'm at the right exact place. I don't know what's happening. I'm doing my part. So I'm learning how to be on, like I, I've worked my whole life. So I haven't had to be on Indeed and LinkedIn. I haven't had to do any of those things. But I set up profiles over the last few days. And so I've applied for a whole bunch of cool stuff. I do all types of stuff. So, you know, including the health coaching. So, but I do other things too. Um, So, you know, I'm just like, help me, you know, help me and show me the way to go. And, but in this iteration of life, I want it to be easy. I don't want to be, you know, I want it to be, I want to learn how to be less resistant I want to, um, or I am just allowing things to unfold. And then it also gave me a chance to come here to my mom's. Um, I have a sister who has cancer right now. So I'm actually here helping her through her chemo treatments. And I wouldn't have been able to do that if I was still on my contract. So I'm like, this was perfect timing. It's all unfolding as it will. And I'm just using the tools, including my gratitude. Like I just... Um, have had, I've been here two weeks. I have another week to go, but I've had some really cool things happen, including doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's really important. Which is great. So the busy people podcast, what I have learned for myself over since probably 2023, which is just like a few months, three and almost four months now is that I have ritualed. I have new mooned, full mooned. I have drank all the green juice, eaten all the salads, all the blueberries. I have grounded. I have been into the sun. I have been to the water. I've done all of it. So now it's time for me to be still and to listen and hear what comes. So that's where I am now. I'm in the zipped up in my pajama, my mom's giant onesie. She's a giant fanatic. So I'm in the giant onesie. And I am just enjoying my life. And I, I've even eaten some ice cream. 
And I had two mm. pieces of pizza since I've been here because I, I was going to ask, what am I going to be how to slice? Yeah. I mean, um, you, you have to enjoy life. So part of it is, you know, as health coaches and as people who are like healing is also another buzzword. You have to enjoy your life as you're healing. I used to just, I'm healing, I'm healing, I'm healing, I'm healing. But now I'm like, I'm healing and I'm having fun because I've said, as I'm looking for jobs now, or not even looking for jobs, as I'm getting a rest right now, my job is to have fun. That's my new job. That's the job description, to have fun, whatever it that looks like, because that goes a long way for healing. And that goes a long way. That's a that's gratitude. That's allowing me more things to be grateful for. And I think being joyful is like the top of the spectrum of emotion, yeah. right? That's all the way yeah, up there. On the, spirit, on the emotional scale. Absolutely. Yeah. So. so I know that you are going through like a little bit of a tough time. We talked about this a little bit earlier, yeah. but um some people find it really hard to practice gratitude in tough times because you just get feel like you're in a spiral. So do you have any words of wisdom? Um, so I've had a few things happen over the last probably, I'm probably in this, in this six month period. What I did do that I hadn't done in the past is I allowed myself to grieve losses because I've had some other like relationship losses and things like that that were pretty profound and pretty shocking unexpected um and I think in the past I would have tried to just be the strong one and just you know be like it's okay you know I know it's for a reason everything happens for a reason and I mean I feel like everything does but in this iteration of time I have allowed myself to ball up in the bed and cry. I have allowed myself the opportunity to talk to my friends who love, who I know love me. Like I said, I have 11 siblings. I have seven sisters. So, you know, I can call any one of the, I can call the big ones or I can call the little ones. I'm gonna have a bestie um, who actually, my bestie, we're, we went to Mammoth Regional together here in New Jersey, but we also live in DC together. So she's here visiting oh, her mom great. while I'm here. So I have her both. Like I can hit her at home in DC or I can hit her here in New Jersey. So that's a blessing. Um, and then I didn't always, so like I said, I love Esther in the morning, but some days I didn't want to hear Esther. You know, sometimes I don't want to hear that. What I did was put on the music that I love. So instead of like making myself process a new concept of Esther or any one of those gurus, you know what I'm saying? I allowed myself to be the guru of my life. And I did what I thought was going to make me feel happy in that moment and put on some good music in the morning. So I, in the morning, I have what I call the power hour. So that's the legs up the wall and the listening, but it's like an hour where I do whatever I want to try to get myself set for the day. And I listen to music most of that time. And it's probably been like in earnest. So the six month period has been tough, but the last, since 2023, I decided that I'm going to do it a little bit differently. Um, and so that's been really helpful and not trying to do so much ritual stuff. You know, I was just going with the flow. What feels good that does me no harm, that's going to help me get to the next spot, that's what I've been doing. So that's how I've been navigating. But I feel like 
everybody's different. And so you have to do what makes you feel good. Everybody, I think that's partly what is the, the benefit of knowing who you are. Like I have for all these many years, maybe for like the last in earnest 15 years been um, healing and trying to figure out myself and this self-love concept and looking inward and all of the magic happens in the mirror and everything happens in the mirror. You don't have control over anybody else. All of that really made me look in the mirror so that I knew what I liked, what I didn't like, what would make me feel better, what wouldn't. So now that I need to, so then I've gathered this picture, a gold treasure chest. You open it up and it has all these tools in it. Meditation, grounding, sitting in the sauna, a little music, a little Esther, some good food, some good key keys with my friends. And that's all in the toolkit. So I was able to open it up this time and pull out stuff that I knew was going to work. And, and I mean, at some point, some of it was so painful. I was really in the healing, healing, you know, like when you're in that, there's only one way but to go through it. And, you know, you're like, you can't really eat. I lost a little bit of weight, you know, whatever. But when I was in those moments, then I just allowed myself to be. I was like, there's, there's no way to go. My mom can't help me. These sisters can't help me. It's going to have to be spirit and me. And spirit is saying, sit still and be quiet. Stay on your couch, in your onesie. Get the ice cream if you want to. It's okay. Do your binge watching on your Netflix. Catch up on all your Married at First Sight on your uh, on your DVR. You know what I'm saying? Like, do those things. Do those things. You know, watch the things that you loved when you were young to bring back. I had a great childhood, so I always can go back to those memories. Um, so those are the things that I did. And I can honestly say, oh, and I got therapy. Now, mind you, so important. Yeah, I, I actually went to the doctor in December and I was in the middle, you know, I was in the kind of like the middle of feeling sucky and we were just talking about other things, but she, I guess that's the standard question they have to ask you. Do you think that you need some therapy? So I thought about it for a second. Then I was like, yes, but would you believe that from December 12th, until the Friday before last, there was nobody available to help me. I know. Yeah. I know it. It took, it took me, I would call the place, call, I mean, I had a script from the doctor. I would call the place and they would say, sorry, there's nobody here. Call back tomorrow at eight o'clock. So it came to be a game. Like you have to call before eight o'clock to see if there's any appointments. And there were never any. So because I went to IIN and because I actually wrote a book also, Nicole, through IIN, you know, they had that book program. I don't know if they had it when you were there, but yeah, no, but I do know about yeah, it. So I wrote my link book. your book in there. Yeah. I wrote my book on, um, through the IIN thing. And so two weeks ago I went to this summit to, to, it's called the exhale summit. And it was all these women, um, late thirties, probably early forties who were burned out now. They have their doctorate degrees or their whatever they are. They have these kids, this husband in this house, but they're like, what the hell next? <laughs> you know, like now what? And so I was on that panel. And as a part of being on that panel, they gave you three months of free um, therapy through uh, an app called BetterHelp. 
So I had my second um, therapy session yesterday. It took me all these many months, almost four months to get somebody to talk to. So I think it's very important. I mean, you know, we have all these tools, especially if we go to any kind of coaching school or whatever, and then we live life. But you have to be open to somebody else giving you more tools. So, you know, if you're going back to my gold treasure chest, I had all the things in there, but some of them were dull and I needed another level because I hadn't been in pain like this in a long time. So, you know how, like, if you wear shoes that hurt and you kind of forget, but then you put them back on and then like you get like they're rubbing and you don't have anywhere else to go. You can't take them off. You don't have anything else, but you have to keep walking that's the kind of pain. Like you forget how bad mm -hmm. these shoes hurt and you forget why they were in the back of the closet because they hurt. You know what I'm saying? And people don't like um, pain. That's why we stuff. That's why we don't talk. That's why some people are avoidant. That's why some people numb, numb out. Numb out. Yep. And so what I learned in this iteration of pain, because there's going to be more at some point because I'm a human, is that I was going to feel all the feels. And when I say that sucked, but it got me through to where I am now. And so when I talked to the therapist yesterday, she asked me how I was feeling. And I really do feel like I've turned a corner. I really do. Like, I really feel like I'm on the other side of it. And then it's spring. So I'm harnessing the energy of new, the newness, the full moon and the, the you know, the new moon and the, what was the new moon? And then it was, uh, what is it? Spring equinox. All those things are new. This is the time. This is the time for new seeds, new beginnings, new whatever. I can go out and you can just look in nature. Some of the some of the um flowers are out. My mom's daffodils are out. I know it's crazy. It's yeah. early. So if we're gonna like boil this down, right? So let's just say a great strategy is this journal. I think everyone should go back to that part of this interview and revisit that. That is like do do that if nothing else right before bed you're going to end with these positive thoughts and let your mind just digest that while you're sleeping and you write it down and write you have it down. to write i wouldn't suggest doing it on the phone i know we're modern women but i believe that when you write it with paper to pen pen to paper um i believe that it's it's more beneficial because you have to remember this stuff is new technology this is new People have not done this before. We are on the edge, the cutting edge of all this new horizon of all this technology and things, but sometimes it's good to go to the old things. And then what I would also suggest is to write it in something beautiful. Go to Marshall's Ross, TJ Maxx, and get a beautiful journal for $6.99. So every time you open it up, you love it. Like I, I'm a, my totem mm -hmm. is a, my a spirit animal is a butterfly. All my journals and things around me are like butterflies. So it makes me feel good to even be writing in it and to, you know. Pick a nice pen, yeah. something you like writing with. Yep. Yeah. So make it an experience yep. for yourself. Yep. And then just like shifting throughout the day, essentially, you're just feeling, if you're feeling in a place where you're not at like a higher level of emotion, like in that positive energy, then you're just doing what feels good for you to do. You can dance, listen to music, go for a walk, talk to a friend, like you have to create your own toolbox. It's all new. right, and and get to know yourself and what makes you happy. Nobody's coming what to makes save you, you feel great. Nobody's coming right. to save you. It's it's step by step, and then just being present. 
So that's where that's where my lesson is also. My lesson has been in this six months is surrender and um, being in the moment and not having so much resistance and trying to control stuff. <laughs> so there's, I guess there's four lessons, but in that it's just like, I can't control what happened in the past and I really can't control what happens in this, the future, but I can say what I want. I can visualize what I want. I can kind of like conjure and put together and put in place a skeleton of what I want and then let spirit and everybody else come and put it and make it more beautiful than I ever would have thought it was, was going to be. So it's really being in the moment. Like the question you can say is, if you know, if you're feeling something and something's off, something happens, what do I need in this moment? So this is a true story. Two weeks ago, on my way to this exhale summit to talk to all these ladies, I got some bad news, right? So I'm sitting at my friend's, my friend's family's house. I don't know. I don't really know these people. So I can't have this visceral reaction. Like I want to, I'm on my laptop in this house and I, and I'm having this experience. And so I wanted to be cool, but I just, but it was something that I had to address and something that I had to put on my big girl panties to deal with. Right. So my girlfriend was saying, I'm running to, um, I'm running to a subway to get something to eat. Do you want to come with me? So what did I need in that moment? I scanned myself. I said, okay, am I safe? Yes. Am I going to be okay? Yes. So I said those two things first. Then I went with her to the store because since I've been checking on myself, I know that movement works for me. I had to move this energy. So we're in the car from the house to the subway. I could feel the anxiety like it was here. My stomach was aching. I was sitting there thinking of all these things I needed to do to rectify this, how I was going to make, fix this. And my stomach was aching. And so my, and I wasn't talking. It, it was a seven minute drive, really. My bestie, this was my bestie. She said, are you okay? I said, no. She said, what do you need in this moment? I said, I need to move this energy. So she said, well, what do you want to do? I said, when we get to Subway, I have to get out and do jumping jacks because I needed to move the energy. You know, I needed to release it. I needed to do something. There was nothing else I could do in this moment. We're in this strange town that we don't know about. We're just here for this, for this, um, conference. We're going to get subway. What did we do? We got out of the car and she did it with me. We just, we did jumping jacks in the parking lot as all these people are like, what's wrong with these two old ladies, right? <laughs> like, but she witnessed, like, it's good to have a witness. Like she witnessed with me what I needed. She didn't think it was crazy or anything. She said, what do you need? I said, I, I think I need to move. So we got out and did it. And I swear we went in and we, we probably jumped for like a minute and then we went and got our food at Subway. So, I mean, it made me feel better. I still had to handle my business. You know, and I did after, you know, a few days, it took me to tie up this, this end, this loose end and figure it out. But I, I couldn't have done it right then. In that moment, I was safe. I knew I was going to be okay. And I knew I needed to move the energy. So that's what you do minute by minute, by minute, by minute. That's it. And don't think anyone is not doing the same thing because everyone is, everyone's doing the same yeah. thing, right? Even if we think we look like 
we have it together or you're like whoever your person is that you look up to everyone is just living minute by minute one step at a time so right don't be so hard on yourself absolutely there there are no gurus I learned that because I used to like ah people but I've learned that I am the guru on me so and I realized like you just like you said everybody's figuring it out so Mm -hmm. I am my guru and and I will know what I need to do even if it's as simple as jumping jacks in the subway parking lot. Perfect. Mm-hmm. I I love talking to you today. I just wanted to give you the opportunity to say anything that maybe we didn't cover or, you know, have the last word before we wrap it up. Sure. Well, I, again, I appreciate you reaching out and that we finally got it together. It's divine timing because now I can speak about these things more authentically going through this human experience. Um, But what I do want to say is there's no silver bullet and um, you will know what you need, but you have to figure out who you are and figure out the different things and surround yourself with the people who, who you can talk to that will care about you and start to build your own gold treasure chest. And it's the little things. It's water, it's sun, it's sleep. It's, it's, I call them key keys. It's giggles and laughs. I love roller skating. I love the gym. I love the sauna. I love travel. Those are the things I fill my my toolkit up with. And so when things happen, because they will, I pull that open and then I can pull out the tools. And that's, you know, that's my suggestion to, to create your own gold treasure chest. And you know what goes in there. You can maybe get some suggestions, but maybe the, uh, some of those things don't work for you, but you'll know. And then, then just be gentle with yourself as you're putting it together and allowing yourself to integrate because another thing that can happen, especially with social media and all these things coming at us at once, all this, even the healing, love and light stuff, it's like drinking out of a hose. You have to integrate these things and you only integrate them. You only need the tools when you need the tools. So I was skipping along in the daisies. Everything was cool until it wasn't. But I knew where the toolkit was, the, the, um, the treasure chest was, and I was able to access it. So don't wait until the crap hits the fan and you don't have right. your toolkit together. You know what I'm saying? Start now. Yeah, start building. now with the yeah. little things. But the little things, thank you, help me wow, and the five things before you go to bed at night to focus on you know, your vitamin G, which is the gratitude. Thank you so much. We, one last thing that we always ask is if you have like a mantra affirmation, something like that. I know you already said that I am my own guru, which I love. So I don't know if you have something else that you kind of replay for yourself on the daily that helps you. I am perfect, whole and complete. Excellent. I love it. Do you want to tell our listeners how they can connect with you if they want to learn more about what you're doing, work with you? I don't know if you're taking okay, clients. Well, I, I'm actually not taking clients right now, but um, I am on Awaken and Heal on Instagram. And then I have a website which needs to be updated, but it's just wendycherry.com. It's Wendy with an I and cherry like the fruit. Perfect. Thank you so much. I hope to stay connected with you. Absolutely. and. I think we will yes. because we're, we're just Jersey, Jersey girls, girls on on a mission. Yes, yes, yes. 
thank you. Um, I know everyone's time is very valuable, so I appreciate you being here, and I'm so glad that we finally got to connect. Absolutely. Thank you, Nicole. Thanks for listening to the Busy People Podcast. You can find highlights from today's episode in the show notes. Please support us by sharing this episode, leaving a rating or review, and subscribing to the show. And to catch all the latest from us, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Busy People Podcast. Join us next time for another enlightening conversation because you're never too busy to learn something new.